Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Kingpin Talks Podcast with your boy Dunn, the Kingpin. I really missed you guys. I've been working on some things with myself, my two partners, my partners in crime. Um, not crime as in, you know, really out here doing crime, but, you know, just doing some good things um, as, as it pertains to this podcast. I uh, just want to share with you guys my um, episode that we just did recently entitled The Value of Positive Relationships as it pertains to self-love, marriage. We began to dig into a little bit about brotherhood and, you know, the true value of a positive relationship and what type of, uh, you know, what type of benefits that it have to, you know, be able to maintain a positive relationship. So I just wanted to drop um, this particular episode for your hearing and um don't forget to like share and subscribe to this to this podcast and to this channel because you all support is very important and um i really love you guys and i just hope that you really like this episode so be looking forward to some great things and um know that this is not the last time that you will hear from me so um like i said this is the value of positive relationships episode hope you guys enjoy peace guys welcome to the kingpins kingpin talks podcast but i'm gonna let don terrio introduce this thing right now as um hello everybody as um nate was saying nate was saying to go welcome everybody to the kingpin talks podcast um my name is don terrio moore but my podcast name is Done the Kingpin. That Kingpin name just, you know, it just stuck with me. And it's been going on for some years now. It just stuck, you know what I'm saying? So I had to really, you know, take this thing to the next level. And uh, I'm very excited um, about this podcast and what it's going to produce because um, I really prayed about this thing. I, you know, I thought about this thing. I went through many, many names and, you know, this one stuck out. So I'm just grateful for the opportunity to come on here and to um express uh, not only things in sports but um life relationships, um, life relationships and, and, and in general you and know in general, so you know and so. i really thank god and for the really thank god for young men right here um nate and um Mariki for joining me on this journey because um i was really looking for some help um i even you know at sometimes contemplating you know just dropping the whole thing but um, these two always they push me. They um they continue to um sow in me words of encouragement. And we encourage each other. It's not about just one person, but it's about the three of us because we know that each and every one of us has something to add to this podcast to make it great. So um I'm really glad that y'all are able to uh, see what we really are about and what this podcast is about. So. Um, I'm just gonna turn back over to Nate at this time. Um, that's all I had to say. Um, that's all I had to say. All right, yeah, man. This right, definitely yeah, is, man. This definitely is, uh, so with uh, so with medium, but uh, it's a part of but uh.
definitely honored to be a part of this show with you because, again, like you mentioned, we are so used to talking sports that this is going to be an opportunity for everyone to see us do something a little different than the normal that everyone is used to. And this is well needed at this time because, I mean, we are still a year fresh off, a year fresh into a pandemic. Hopefully it's making a turn for the better down. So this is a great opportunity to do something different. And I know that this has a lot of opportunity. This has a lot of potential to go somewhere that people couldn't even imagine. So it is an honor to get a chance to do this show. And I'm looking forward to what we're going to get into in a moment, but uh, I'm going to turn it over to Enrique and let him get a chance to chime in real quick. Well, first off, I would definitely like to say, give it honor to God who's ahead of all our lives. I thank God, thank God. God, I thank you for what you have done and what you are going to do in this show and this recording in our lives, in our partners' lives, and our finances. Lord, I just thank you that you continue to be who you are and who you are to us and just showing us how to be better men. Lord God, thank you. Just keep protecting us in this world of craziness and uh, unjustice people and unjustice things, Lord. Just keep us safe. Lord, I ask that you just bring abundance of rain over us. Just continue to give us ideas for the show, ideas for our life, Lord God, and let, us, let you use us as a vessel through the Kingpin podcast talk that we can just reach people and, you know, reach a soul and just really get to them and let them understand where we're coming from, that it's not just all sports. It's every subject we can talk about. And we're versatile and diverse, as my brother said earlier. And God, I just thank you for what you do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Uh, I had to get that out that I do. Amen. Because Amen. You know, God is definitely, definitely, I can say he's been good to me and my household. And I and I like to just give everybody who's listening and listening, give that honor to God first before I speak on anything else. Um I thank you, Dontario, for the opportunity of just, you know being on this podcast and just, you know, sharing my experiences with you, both you brothers and just loving, you know, giving y'all the love, the same love and energy that y'all give me and y'all feed me to push. So I thank both of y'all for just allowing me to be here. On this end. Okay, he's getting he's gonna have a little couple technical difficulties. So uh I'm turn I'm gonna ask Dunn the Kingpin, what is gonna be our first topic we're gonna talk about today that you like to start on? Um our first topic uh really um is just um you know I I just thought about uh what 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 could we talk about? You know, we could talk about um the outlook on the football on next football season. We could talk about um the upcoming, you know, NBA playoffs matchups. Um, but I just, you know, I just want to talk about, you know, brotherhood and um strengthening men, you know what I'm saying? Because we know we live in a day and age 
um, to where it's like the men have become more, um, should I say, how can I put this? The men has become more um, weakened um, in certain areas. You, you know, we see more men now succumbing to peer pressure and, you know, negative influences and just really going um, away from their true purpose in life, which is to be leaders and um, and to stand in the gap for other men that may have lost their way. You know, so I just feel like we need to talk about um, not need to, but I just felt like um, on this particular episode, we can just talk about um, maybe some of the experiences that we went through um, individually and uh, how, you know, we got encouraged to, you know, stand up as the men that um, God called us to be. So uh, I just want to um, throw that out there. Okay. Okay. That's a great uh, topic right there because as you see, the three of us are together. I'm going to go ahead and start talking about it to an extent. The three of us together came together to make this happen. We've had our different, we've had certain circumstances come up to prevent us from doing this show. We've been actually playing the show for a while. But the definition, the brotherhood, brotherhood is so important. And I know these guys can relate to the verse of Iron Sharpens Iron. When iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. It is so important in this generation these days because we grew up in a generation, we are all around the 29, 30-year-old range. So when we were in high school, the things that we used to hear was, oh, you showing that affection to your brother was considered in a negative light, like from a negative perspective of maybe even going to the homosexual range, which was the most idiotic thing you've ever heard. But we don't, uh, but the one thing that I think life has taught all of us is it is so essential to have those positive male relations because everyone doesn't have the opportunity to have a physical brother. They don't get the opportunity to have a actually blood brother. And there are a lot of guys who I have connected with on a personal level that don't have the opportunity. You may have a whole bunch of sisters and don't have a positive brother that you can relate to. Or you could have a situation where you don't have a father figure. So the closest thing that came to your life was a mentor or a brother or anything like that. Because even for all three of us that grew up in the church, that pastor, that deacon, those youth leaders, they became our mentor, our big brother that we didn't have at home. So you need that brotherhood because the one thing that is so essential in life is we go through things as men that, that don't disrespect to any amazing woman out here, but there are certain struggles that a man goes through that women can't understand. You can you can relate to it, but you can't understand it fully, unless you've been in the position of being that male. Because one thing about it, as men, we're taught at a young age, suck it up. Suck it up. Keep it moving. Don't let anybody throw you off track. So when you're so used to hearing, suck it up. Don't do it. You know, you're a man. You're a man. You're going to be all right. You don't need to cry. You're a man. Sometimes you do have to cry. Sometimes you do need to vent. And that's where the importance of brotherhood comes into play. Because when you don't have that strong brotherhood in play, then that becomes an issue. Sometimes 
I can go to these two guys and talk to them about something and not make the rational decision that I might have made had I not had the opportunity to talk to them or talk to whoever else I consider as a brother. So brotherhood is so essential. And we're not saying that it's not essential as guard because sisterhood is the same thing because women have that what that friend that they can go to and can make a better decision after speaking to that friend. And also, you need someone that's going to be honest with you in your brotherhood because the one thing about you don't need brotherhood is not about enabling what you do. It's about helping you through what you do and keeping you grounded no matter what. So, you know, that's one of my early, that's one of my takes on brotherhood as we start off on this topic. And I'm going to pass it over to uh, Don the Kingpin and let him chime in on it. Um, yeah, man, you really, um, with your points, you kind of, you know, you really already, you know, hitting the nail on the coffin. And um, even as I was um, viewing, you know, um, some things, I saw that the title was the um, the value of positive relationships. And as I, be as I began to look up the uh, definition of brotherhood, it says the relationship between brothers. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why. Um, we as brothers aren't as close as we are supposed to be is because um, there's really no relationship. Um, and and I, I just want to, you know, not not to say that there is no relationship because you can have different types of relationships. Of course, you got um, relationship between your boss and your employee. You got relationship between husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, brother, sister, mom, dad, you know, mom, daughter, um, daddy. Um, son, you know, all these type of relationships, but I just feel like um, the relationship between uh, brothers isn't really that strong because there's a, you know, there's like um, a sense of pride that's going on between a brotherhood. As long as you, you know, have a certain amount of money, as long as you got um, certain cars and houses and even mates at, at some time, I feel like that puts a uh, negative measure on brotherhood where brotherhood is supposed to be, you know, the tangible values that you have. It's supposed to be, you know, like like you were saying Nate, earlier about how you can help another brother out of a situation that, you know, either you have went through yourself or you just have an experience, but you still found your way out. And so I just feel like even though we may not go through the same things we we can rest assured that as long as we are there for each other and we can help each other out of that of that mud you know figuratively and literally you know i feel like we can be a positive impact um as it you know pertains to brotherhood and i just feel like i just believe that if we can just uh let go of pride and let go of you know low self-esteem and things of that nature i just feel like the the relationship of brotherhood will be even stronger it's just you know, like I said, in this day and age, it's just so many, so many stip, stip, um, stigmatisms that's been put on men in general. Um, like you were saying, we we was taught even as children that it was um feminine for us to cry. You know, it was feminine, feminine for us to um to express ourselves. And you know, just to be transparent, you know, that's one of the things that I had to find out is that okay, um. You can't talk about certain things. You can't express yourself. You always have to um, agree to everybody. You always have to do what everybody tells you to do and just suck it up and keep going. And I reached an age to where I said, you know what? There, This can't be it. This can't be it to be a man. This can't be it to be a brother. Because 
there's some brothers out there that just feel like they can't express themselves, that they can't, you know, live life as they purpose to live, you know. And so I, I aim to, you know, not allow that to be the stigmatism in my own house. I allowed that. I allowed myself to not come to that. I, I'm not going to allow my kids and my sons and my daughters to come up like that, because at the end of the day, you know, generational curses are real. I mean, general, gen, you know, it could be uh, poverty. It could be low self-esteem. It could be depression. It can be um, diabetes. It can be anything. And so we just have to realize that we can talk. There are brothers out here that are able to help you out of whatever you may be going through. It does not matter. And I just feel like if brothers in general had that space to be able to talk about what they're going through and to, you know, talk about their experiences, talk about the things that may be tripping them up and not being judged off of, off of those things, then I feel like the strength of the relationship or brotherhood would be much stronger. So that's my take on, you know, that's my take on brotherhood. But awesome job so far. All right, Enrique, how's your take on it? Um... I take on positive relationships or just brotherhood in general. Um, hmm. I feel like any positive relationship is definitely a Good relationship because it's, it also determines on how you are as a man and speaking in general as as a black man in today's society as you know piggybacking off what you guys said you know we were all brought up different but in the same aspect of the pathway we basically grew up in the same pathway different type of backgrounds a little bit but you know they told us to why is it okay to just say, you know, why is it okay to um, validate your daughter and tell her it's okay when she falls? But with your son, it's like, I get up, you all right, you'll be all right, kiss it off, you'll be all right, brush it off. I mean, but at the same time, we have, we have the same feelings they have. It, it's no different. Boy, girl, man, female. We all are human. We all have, we all have problems. We all have those feelings that we want to cry. Some days it's just, it's a good therapy to cry, because if you hold it in and you build it up, it's not always a good aspect of you know turning out when you don't cry. So positive relationships, even if just me, Don, and Nate, we're brotherhood. But we always have a positive mindset. We're always going to check each other when each other is wrong. We're always going to come to each other if, okay, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping because of what my wife said. What do you think? Okay, I was tripping. Or, no, I wasn't tripping. Hmm. But in the same sense of just brotherhood, um, I feel like positive relationship and brotherhood kind of go hand in hand because you had to have a positive relationship to meet that brother. 
like I met these two gentlemen and God put these two gentlemen in my life to be uh, great, you know, ears and great, you know, great advice. They gave great advice. They, you know, they love me, but when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. When I'm right, they're not going to take sides because I'm their brother. That's just not how we, we roll as brothers. We don't do that. Um, positive relationships. You got to have a positive relationship, even if, you know, if you are a mother, father, a sibling, an uncle, an aunt, a cousin, anybody, any role or title that you have in your family, you have to have a positive relationship because a positive relationship always outweighs the negative. You can always see the positive. You're going to have those people who are negative. You're going to have those people who hate. You're going to have those people who are jealous and want to envy you and set you up to do something. But it's also in where you position yourself. Position yourself Put people in your circle that you position to have those positive conversations and those people keep you on your P's and Q's and you will always be successful. That's just period, point blank. Uh, that's all I have, my brother. And you brought up a great point about positive relationships, though, because uh, we talked, me and Dunn's reference about brotherhood at first, but definitely that's the very key factor is having positive relationships with your, with everyone in regards to mom, dad, because everything that you go through with your parents or even in, with your family, everything that you go through with them, it does have a trickle down effect. Because if you didn't have a positive relationship to start off with your parents, you may take that into dealing with your kids, dealing with your next relationship. And see, you guys are married. I'm not married. So certain things, if you don't have a positive bond from the start and from when you're a kid coming up, there are certain things that can carry over. Because although you guys are married now, I'm sure you all have been in previous relationships where the, where the young lady didn't have certain things about her wasn't the most positive thing in the world because what she may have grew up from, what she may have came from, didn't key, you know, it didn't key into what she's trying to make happen for her future. So it takes a major effect on the guy that she's with, or even just friends that you come in contact with. Certain people come into situations where, and this is just friendship in general, like uh, Don mentioned, if you don't have, if you've been through a bad situation where you're, where people have taken advantage of you, made you feel less than, then every person that comes into your life following that is going to make you feel like, okay, when are they going to get over me? When are they going to do me wrong? When are they going to take advantage of me? When am I, when is things going to come to an end with this positive relationship? So it is so key to have that opportunity to go connect on a positive level, deeper than brotherhood, deeper than sisterhood, just from start to finish, because one negative relationship can ruin everything around you because everyone else could be paying 
for what one person did wrong. So it is so crucial to continue to build those positive relationships and have a person in, in every positive relationship, you're not going to hear everything you want to hear. You're not going to hear, oh, you're doing a great job. Some days you're going to have this person say, well, you could work better at this. But that's a positive relationship because it's building you and your character as you go forward in life. And you'll be able to go, because I can be honest and say, there's been moments in my life where I wasn't where I needed to be at. And like just just three, let's can come with this example right here with our with our parents. One second, one second, one second. With our parents, our when it's time to transition from home, they have to get you in position to spread your wings. Not because they don't want you to be successful, but they allow they say, hey, we want you to transition to that next level. So by letting you go free, letting you spread your wings, this is going to build you. We're going to still cover you. We're going to still guide you through things in life, but we're going to make you step out and spread your wings so you can gain that additional knowledge. A negative relationship is to throw a person into a situation where you're not building them up at all. Because So it's, it's always a tricky thing Positive relationships have multiple angles at it. But the one thing is your positive relationships play a key factor to your future because when you become an adult and even when you get into your career, you got to have positive relationships to be able to become the most successful person in your in your field, become the most successful person in life. Because you don't want any negative individuals taking you off track. Because one person can hold you back. You could be taking, you could be running a race and be near the finish line. And that one person can throw you off track. That one negative relationship can, uh, can ruin 10 positive relationships. So it's always key to keep a great network, keep a great system around you. Because that's where the support systems are so that's where that ties into this. I'm sure these guys agree. Support systems is a very, very key element in positive relationships because of your support system. Don't build you to be great. You cannot take the leap in life that you want to take. So that's the uh, point that I wanted to make just to piggyback off what Enrique said. done chiming on it now. Um, you said some very good points. Um, uh, Ricky Young pretty much uh, hitting the nail on the coffin as well. Um, I just I'm I'm really enjoying this conversation right now. I just feel like positive relationships need to be encouraged, and you know people need to know that they do exist. And um, one thing that you know I want to um just eliminate this thought real quick because you know I hate you know when people try to some people try to generalize. Well, just because this, this relationship didn't work out, oh, well, you know, all relationships are bad. You know, just because that 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 man or that woman I was with, they treated me bad. Oh, all men and women are trash. Like, no, that's not true. Don't don't feel like you have to just, you know, expect, you know, the next relationship to be bad just because the previous one went bad. That was just an experience that you just went through. Um, that 
you know, you had to, you know, grow from. And one thing that, you know, I can say about myself as being, you know, married previously for three years is that um, I was I was grateful to God that I, you know, that no no bitterness, no hatred, you know what, you know, even as this, you know, to make me think that, oh, just because she treated me bad, that means that all women are bad or all, you know, marriages are bad. I don't want to be married. You know, I just I just told myself that was just an experience that I had to go through. That was just an experience that I had to grow from. And so that, you know, when I get into that next relationship, I'll know what to do and what not to do. And so that's what we have to take out of everything, everything in life, relationships, experiences, life in general is life is just a big um, test. It's just a big pop quiz. And God is going to throw certain things in your way to make sure and to assure you that you're going to pass the test. And one thing about it is, and I even said this a long time ago, and God even gave me this to speak. The enemy has more belief in you than you yourself. And what I mean by that is, is that and I go back to this story every time because I, I, I believe that it always be a blessing to somebody. Before the enemy could test Job, he had to go to God first and God had to tell him, have you considered my servant Job? When God told him that basically he already said that he had faith in Job, that no matter what the enemy did does to him, no matter how much stuff the enemy takes away from Job, he already know that Job's love and loyalty was not going to was not going to sway just because the circumstances around him changed or the circumstances around him wasn't you know as conducive as he would want it to and sometimes in and building positive relationships you're going to have those times where it's going to become complicated it's going to become tough it's going to you're going to have those those confrontations see me personally i I in the beginning, I was not a confrontation type guy. I went out of my way to avoid confrontations. And sometimes I do. I do. I still do now, you know, but now I'm getting to the point to where, you know what? Confrontation is going to have to happen. Confrontation is going to have to occur. Um, discussions are going to have to happen. Disagreements are going to happen. That's just a part of having relationships. But at the end of the day, how the two of you or three of you are, how many of you are in relationships, not just um, boyfriend, girlfriend, not just dating. And, you know, it could be and within a job. It could be uh, within a church. It could be anywhere, even in a brotherhood. Confrontations are going to happen, but they do not have to be the end of your relationship. If we if we all are grown, if we are are adults and we have a single and we have that mindset to say, OK, we're going to talk about this to to not you know, uh, go our separate ways or to have a bit blow up and, and things of that nature. We can talk about this and still be respectable at the same time, because if we all value having a positive relationship, then even through the rough times that we talk about things, that respect and that love and that that um that gratefulness is still going to be there. Because you all value the relationship that you have. And not only the relationship, you value the people that you have. Not everybody um, is going to be uh, 
welcome to confrontation well i come to tell you that you're going to have to have those tough talks and i know me sometimes especially being married because my wife she's one of those ones who don't hold back she's one of those ones that's going to tell me the truth even when i don't like it and i have to do the same for her but i have to realize that okay she's telling me the truth not to hurt me she's telling me the truth to not beat me down but she's telling me the truth because she wants the best out of me she wants to see me grow she wants to see me prosper she wants me to have knowledge and and wisdom and understanding so that that allows me to be more accepting to those truths that that would tend to you know make me feel some type of way but now i'm taking it as a okay she's seeing something that that needs to be corrected and i need to correct it because i value her and i value our relationship so um i say all that to say this to the people who who you have in your corner that really value your relationship they're going to do whatever it takes to show you that you value that they value you not only you but the relationship those who are just right just you know just going for the ride and just benefiting off of you and using you and stuff they don't truly value you they don't truly value their relationship they value what they're getting out of the relationship the relationship cannot be con um conditional the relationship cannot be um just just contingent on what you can get out of out of the relationship of course the relationship is supposed to be it's supposed to be beneficial it's supposed to be happy it's supposed to be you know uh satisfactory to to each party involved but at the same time i shouldn't be looking to my brothers and say oh well i only care about what i'm getting oh you know i can be their brothers because they already give me money whenever i need it oh i can be their brothers because anytime i need some food or whatever oh i can ask them they're gonna give it to me no they're my brothers because i love them they're my brothers because when my back was against the wall and i needed help they was there for me not not because i asked them to but they just love me for that because they know that i would do the same thing for them and i can truly say these for these two brothers right here they can attest to it whenever they need something from me it, it and it wasn't even money it could have been a prayer it could have been hey can you give me a ride somewhere hey can you you know spot me this hey can you you know do this for me if i got it it's theirs and these brothers know that and they do the same thing for me so um i just make a long story short the people who 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 really want a positive relationship with you they're going to show that not only in words but in action so um if you have people around you that really want that positive relationship they really value they're going to show you how much they value that relationship so i'm just going to turn it back over and um yeah i mean that's pretty much well everything i had to say man you said a word you went you went you went to an angle that i didn't know we were going to go to today but i'm actually glad you did that because it's actually and i know uh Rico can say wait because truth be told that is a very key factor in brotherhood because like you just said you have to be careful what people think of your what 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 do they consider as being a brother because as, as you just mentioned some people can consider being a brother what you do for them some people can consider being a brother what you can give them when it comes to making stuff happen 
Because like you just said, there are people that you have to cut away from because they want you to do something based on their personal benefit. So when you have people like that, you have to kind of, it's one thing that I'm still learning myself. I think everyone can attest to that. They're still learning on how to manage the level of positive relationships and brotherhoods you have. Because at the end of the day, you do have some people who view you from a brother from a materialistic perspective. So the first thing they're going to say is, if times get rough, I can go to this person. If times do this, I can go to that person. If, if these things are rough, I can go to this person because they're not, they don't know the true definition because they're only, they're only looking at it from a issue. Uh, they're only looking at it from what they can get. Instead, they're not looking at it from, even though this person has done something for me on a materialistic perspective, they can be a blessing to me as far as guiding me. Because you have some people that may reach out to you that initially might need a technical favor, but that shouldn't be the basis of your brotherhood or positive relationship. But it's a lot of the goes into where do your relationship start. Some people look when they first reach out to you, and it's a sad thing to say this. But some people, when they look at you for the first time and you're being a blessing to them, they all look at you as this is my blessing. This is my person that I can go to when I need a favor. This is the person I can go to when I want this or I want that. But in the other areas, when you're going through a rough time and not from a money perspective, as you mentioned, they can't even simply pray for you. They can't simply check on you. They can't simply say, you know, who, you know, whoever, um, I'm here for you. It's always a, as long as you're there for me, I'm here for you. And it's not, and it's sad because there are so many situations where people don't understand. Every relationship is 50 50. You got to put the same equal effort. You, I don't care if you give a person more materialistic things than the next person, as long as that person can meet you in a spiritual way, in an emotional way, in a, in a motivational way. It's money is not the only way that you can match neck and neck in a positive relationship. Because one thing about it, what, what you get a person through in their struggle is bigger than money. You can give a person a million dollars and they can still be the unhappiest person in the world. So if you don't have someone that's encouraging you to be better in every aspect of your life, you will not make it like you need to because you have some people who are cutting down on you, who's cut, who's keeping you in neutral. You need positive relationships that's to help each other grow. Everyone doesn't start into a situation full steam ahead. No successful person made it without the support of help or anything to that extent. But if you don't have anyone to come in and say, we're going to guide you through this, we're going to walk you through this, we're going to push you through this, we're going to bless you through this, then you don't have that positive relationship. And unfortunate because we've all experienced it as men, there are three different people 
there you know three three different individuals on here that have seen that situation play out for what it is. They have seen a person come into their life that just wanted to get money from. Them. You've seen a person that just wanted a ride. You've seen a person that just wanted what you could do for them. And when they got what they could out of you, it was on to the next individual. But what people fail to realize is when you don't value those positive relationships, you ruin the person that you were building that relationship with. And it affects the next person. It's a trickle down effect. If you ruin a relationship with that person that truly starts on positive, it can turn to them being this, not the same way to the next individual. So it's all imperative in life to build those positive relationships. And as Don mentioned, brotherhood is not about, oh, I did this for him. I gave him $100 today. So I expect this 100 back tomorrow or you need to do exactly what I'm saying. Because let me tell you like this, that person may not have a dime to give you, but could guide you to make you a millionaire a year from now. He could give you the tools to take you to the next level. Your wife or your girlfriend or whoever you're dating, your boyfriend or your husband can take you to the next level by just simply encouraging you. Your friend that you could meet out of work could take you to the next level by simply building you in another aspect. It's not just about materialistic things. And for the individuals who think that that's the reason, that's the basis of a positive relationship, it's not. It is definitely not. And one thing that I've got a chance to experience with these three, with these two guys on here with me is all aspects of those things. It's not just a one thing. It's not just the money thing. It's not just the spiritual thing. Every aspect has been experienced. We've been through a lot together, separately. And those are the things that you want to be able to talk to in life. And as Don also mentioned, there are going to be days where you may not see the, everything the best way that you should see it. But that's a good thing because one thing about any confrontation, any not even confrontation, any disagreement, anything, any adversity you go in in life, it betters you as a person. Because this person can give you a better perspective, maybe you understood the first time. So to add to what Don is saying, it is so crucial to make sure not only that the positive relationships are a benefit to you and that individual, but you're also being a blessing on other aspects. You want to grow from it. No relationship should make you feel stuck. And that's my take on I'm going to let Enrique chime in on the positive, on the topic that Don started in positive relationships. Can y'all hear me? Okay. Um, hmm. I definitely, I can say I definitely seen a growth in both of my brothers who are on this show with me. I can definitely say that. I've the amount of times, you know, the times are not the same of me knowing one to me knowing the other, but at the same time, that really doesn't matter at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, if it came down to it, 
I know who I, I know who I can call and I know who's gonna be there. Um I can definitely say the growth of Don and Nate is a very I'm a very proud little brother. Basically. I'm a very proud little brother because I've seen both of y'all grow into the man that God is supposed to call you to and the things that you're supposed to be doing with him and what he has promised you guys to do. And you're set out to do these things. And yeah, we've had conversations and conversations about I don't feel like doing this because this is this way and the devil is trying to attack me. But, you know, whoever is going to have that problem in, in our life, we're not going to let that. We're not going to let them get their words out because we're going to rebuke that devil mindset. Because That's a devil mindset that you're giving yourself. You're giving yourself a devil mindset, but you should never let the way of the world control your mind. You should never do that. So I always, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you're going to walk around being perfect. I'm not saying you're going to walk around and be, nobody can be God Almighty. Nobody. Nobody can even come close to God Almighty. But I'm saying you're going to have a bad day. You're going to have days you need to cry. You're going to have days you need to let it out. You're going to have days, you're going to have those days that are not always happy. But at the end of the day, it's how you end your day. Because you might start out on negative whatever, but you might end up on a positive. It's all in how you transition into your day. Just don't forget to every morning give God his praise and his glory. And, you know, as my brother Nate said, he said, I'm not married yet, but we know me and, me and Don are giving you tools and things of the marriage perspective. It takes work. It, 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 it takes work. I don't to tell you, it takes a lot of work. It's a different, it's a different type of level for a female who's, you know, y'all lady friends, y'all in your relationship, you're probably at a one through three. You get the girlfriend, you're probably four. It's about six. As soon as you put that ring on the finger, everything changes. Her perspective of thinking, her perspective of you, she she takes on more. And, you know, she takes on not even her stuff. She takes on your stuff. You take on her stuff. And y'all going to have them arguments. It's going to be arguments that you don't like. Because it's arguments that I don't like what me and my wife go through, but I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I told her from the beginning, there's no divorce. So it's either to death do us part. So you just got to every day remember for those who are working on the marriage life and getting married. Always remember the same thing you did to get her is the same thing you do to keep her so you dating her the way you talk to her 
where you have a conversation, keep that interest level. Because for us guys, we don't pay to pay attention to those small details like they do. Because they pay attention to very small details. Details of how your tone was. You didn't give her this much attention today, but you gave her that much attention today. They gonna pay attention to that. Everything. It's just like it's dating, date your wife, date your girlfriend. Just continue, like, just continue to do that. It's like a perpetual thing. You just not gonna stop what you're doing. It's you gotta keep going with it. But I feel like Nate, Nate, I feel like you you're you're ready for marriage, man. I feel like you you feel like you're ready. You just gotta set your own time into when you're gonna pop the question and when you're going to and this is just not for only Nate, this is for anybody who's out there who's thinking about crossing that threshold, but don't know when or where you really I can say when you get with the girl of your dreams and the girl you're going to marry, you know exactly if she's going to be the one to marry. You're going to know that from the day y'all start dating. You're going to know that. You might not know when you're going to plan it, but I can definitely say planning that proposal day is probably one of the biggest things for you. Getting married, it's more for her. So that popping that question and finding the right ring and finding something that's authentic and unusual and the background drop and how it's going to be set up and how things are going to work, it definitely goes that way. It definitely does. Um, you know, for those who just are listening and you want the advice of marriage life, I know me and my boy Don definitely can tell you or give you advice on marriage. I mean, some things we're still learning, but we can give you what we know. And we're, you know, we're not going to sugarcoat it. We're going to give you straight to the point. And you might, sometimes you might like it, sometimes you might not, but it's better to have someone to tell you the blunt, honest truth than somebody to sugarcoat it go around the bush to get to the point, the same point that they're trying to make. So that's, that's really my take on it. And um, before you go, Nate, um, I just have to, I, I really have to piggyback on what um, my brother Ricky on just said about marriage. You know what I'm saying? Like he said, it's work. I mean, it's, it's, it's work, you know, Everybody want to picture marriages. Oh my God, we're going to be walking through rosebuds and we're going to be doing everything together. Oh my God, we're going to be going everywhere together. Look, it's work. It's work. It is work. Like that, all that 50 50. No, no, no. It's a hundred, hundred. You either in all the way, you either going to get knee deep in that ocean or not. And if you ain't willing to be knee deep, you ain't going to get nowhere. You ain't going to get nowhere. You know, you might as well just stay single, stand, seeing whoever you want to go see and whatever. Don't even put the ring on the finger because, like EJ just said, the wedding is more so for, you know, for her, you know, but everything else, I mean, it's, it's pretty much on us. And um, I'm going to tell you something that, that, you know, my wife always throws up at me and, 
you know, sometimes I don't like it, but it's the truth. She said, baby, you the head. You're the head. Um, husbands, there is no days off. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. There are no days off. This is a 24-7 job. And if you're not willing to put in the work, I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, this is the way that God set it up. I mean, I can't, I mean, even I, I also time be like, oh, well, God, like er everything on me. Yes, everything is on you. Everything is on the husbands because it's the husband's job to keep the house in order. It's the husband's job to keep the wife happy. It's the husband's job to make sure everything is in order. But one thing's for sure, if you do it God's way, it becomes easier. It becomes second nature because um ephesians 5 and 25 one of my unfavorite favorite scriptures you know which says that husbands we should love our, our wives like christ loves the church who gave himself for it that's one of the that's one of the hardest lessons that i had to learn in life is that i have to literally give my life up for my wife i have to say to myself there is nothing that i'm not willing to give up for her there's going to be some things, some feelings, some things you may like that you're going to have to give up for your wife, not only for your wife, but for your marriage. Because one thing's for sure, there is nothing that should come before God and your wife. There is nothing that should come before God and your spouse. And that's one of the things that I had to actually learn the hard way because I was at the mindset to where even though I'm married, I felt like I could do whatever I wanted to do. I could say whatever I wanted to say. I had to find out that, okay, that's not the case. I can't say what I want to say. Even though I may be upset, even though I may be right, I cannot say that because at the end of the day, the value of my marriage, the value of my relationship, the value that I hold to my wife is so much important than my feelings. And so if you're not in a position to sacrifice, if you're not in a, posi in a position to compromise, then I do not recommend you getting married because the one because at the end of the day, if you get married with a selfish mindset, with a single mindset, I guarantee you that marriage is not going to last for long. It's not going to last for long. Just as quickly as you was in that court in that courthouse getting married, you're going to be there back in the courthouse getting divorce papers, having to pay for this, pay for that, uh, having to find out who's getting this and who's getting that. If you just going with a single mindset, you cannot be married and single at the same time. Of course, you're going to have your individual things that you got to work out, your own individual, you know, South base, your own individual walk. But one thing about it is you cannot have a single mindset and want to be together. It's either you in it together or you're not. That's the thing about it at the end of the day. So as my brother Ricky said, it is work. It is work. But when you do it God's way, it is worth it. You will reap the benefits that are in marriage. And, you know, I I, I just, you know, it just makes me sit to my stomach nowadays that some people have put such a negative um, stance on marriage as if, oh, the woman wears the pants in the family. Oh, I can't do this because my, my wife, my husband going to get upset about it. It's like, no, no. Sacrificing don't have to be a bad thing you know you of course you can do whatever you want to do in marriage it's your marriage whatever you do in your house will work for your house you do that just know that 
marriage was created by God. And when you do it God's way, it's going to work. It's going to work. I guarantee you it's going to work. So I encourage each and every person out there that's looking to get married, that's already married, do it God's way. But before you get married, please get marital counseling. Because what I find nowadays is that people want to wait to get it all together to be married. Of course, you're gonna you want to have your own, you want to have a job, you want to have yourself established. But don't wait until you just, you know, perfect or holier than thou to get married. Marriage is a lifelong process. Marriage is a lifelong journey, which means that not the way that you started off in marriage is not going to be the way you end it. You are forever going to change in marriage. You are forever going to change in life in general, because as you get older and certain things become you know, much clearer and, and you become more aware of certain things, it'll say to yourself, okay, where I was back then, that's not where I am now. The person that I was back then is not the person that I am now. And so you don't have to wait until you get it all together to get married because you'll never be perfect. And I hate to tell you, but you will never be perfect. Even after you get married, you're not perfect. You're not perfect. You're going to go through confrontation. You're going to have disagreements. You're going to have those clashes because marriage is basically basically two different mindsets, two different perspectives clashing, clashing, and is merging together. And that merging process is uncomfortable. There's some stuff that my wife does that I'm still not comfortable with. There's some things that I do that my wife is uncomfortable with. But at the end of the day, hey, as long as our house good, as long as the bills are getting paid, as long as, you know, we keep, you know, seeking after one another, spending that quality time with each other, we can we can we can work through the little stuff. But as long as that little stuff don't turn to major stuff, that's the key at the end of the day. So I just wanted to throw that out there. And of course, like I said, get marital counsel. I just feel like, you know, marital counsel is like the best. It's the best because I just feel like, you know, many people get married and they don't know anything about their spouse. They all caught up in the, you know, how much money he making, how much money she making, you know, what type of cars they're driving and, and all this type of stuff and not, not knowing, okay, what this person likes, what this person don't like, what's their favorite ice cream, what's their favorite um, what's their favorite, uh, anything, what type of flowers they want, um, what's their favorite color. And all this goes into relationships. All this is a part of relationships. Before you marry the person, you got to know them. And before you, and in order to know them, you have to develop that relationship because that's what, that's what really gets that fire going. That's what really lets you know, like Arikian said, that's what really lets you know whether or not this person is for you. And even though you have differences, that those core values should be the same. And I mean, that's that's pretty much everything that I, I had to say about marriage. But when EJ started talking about marriage, I, I was like, you know, I had to chime in on that one. I had to say something on that one because, you know, marriage is beautiful. Marriage is beautiful. I can probably say I'm happily married. Yes, throughout the disagreements that me and my wife has, through throughout the many, you know, circumstances that we go through, the many challenges that we go through, marriage is beautiful. Marriage is beautiful because it's good to know that you got you have somebody beside you that's willing to push you into your destiny. You're willing to push them. That's the beauty of it. 
when you have two people looking out for the benefit of each other and they're pushing each other into what they want to be and, and what they want to achieve in life. That's the beauty of it. Are you going to have disagreements? Yeah. Are you going to feel like throwing your wife, your husband across the room at days? Yes. Yes. Trust me. There's been days where I wanted to put my wife in the headlock. <laughs> I ain't even going to lie. But at the end of the day, I love that woman. I love that woman. I give my life for her. I already, I told her I will, I will, I would take a bullet for you. Literally. I would give up my life for you because I love you at the end of the day. I love you. I care for you. I want the best for you. So as a husband, it is my duty to make sure that she's good. I'm good. And this house is good. That's the beauty of it. And in turn, we get, I get love. I get respect. I get all this stuff. And I'm not doing these. I don't do these things to get something back in return. I do this stuff because that's my position. I have Ooh, to live with my position. And sometimes, oh, and I'm sorry, Nate, but I had to go through this. Come on, man. Some husbands, on, man. some husbands, they want the title, but they don't want to do the responsibilities. You can't be a husband and want you can't be a you can't say you're a husband, don't but don't want to make sure that your wife's good. You don't want to make you you want to you want to be a husband, but you don't want to put in the work. This ain't a if you it, it for example, I would say you can't you can't not go to work and expect to get paid in order for you to get paid. You have to do the work. You have to go in, do what the boss tells you to do, do what your job description tells you to do, and then you will get paid. But you can't just get the title and then just say, OK, respect me. OK, love me. OK you know do as i say being a husband is not dictatorship it's not dictatorship being a husband is a is a, is really a place of humility because each husband has to admit has to submit themselves to god because not no woman no godly woman i know is going to submit to an ungodly husband so the order is is that the husband has to submit to god and then the wife will submit to the husband because in order for you to be a a leader you must be a follower and that goes into relationships too in order for you to be a leader you have to you have to be humble you have to be humble you know like kendra Lamar says you have to sit down be humble and sometimes as husbands as men as brothers you know as people we we tend to lead want to lead ourselves and we want certain things in life and god says that's not what i have for you i didn't tell you to go that way i didn't tell you to turn right i told you to go left but you went right. Why? Why did you do that? God already told you where to go, but you want to do it. You want to do your own thing. You want to take detours. You want to go this way. You want to. You want to remove um, maneuver the way that you want to go. God says, "I ain't tell you to do that. I ain't tell you to do that." God says, "Do it my way," and that's and that should be the first relationship between us and God because He's the originator of relationships. It really starts with him. If you want to have a positive relationship, you and God, that's where it needs to begin. I promise you. And as a person who um who grew up in church all their life, that's one thing that I'm I'm continuously learning to this day is relationship. Because for me, that's always I've always been because I've been in church all my life. I know about the formalities. I know about okay. They're going to get up there. They're going to sing. And then the preacher, 
they're going to get up and preach and then the music they're going to play and then they go shout then they're going to take an offering they're going to pray they're going to bend have the benediction we all gonna go out and eat i mean i know all this stuff i've been seeing that stuff for years but the thing i was missing was relationship just me and god and that's really one of the things that was cultivated even last year in 2020 when all this stuff shut down due to the pandemic when when all these churches shut down when all these stores and bars and and just things shut down it really got me to a place to say you know what this is between me and God now. And I believe it to this day. God really put this pandemic into this world because he wants us to improve on the relationship that we supposed to be on first, which is the relationship between us and him. Because he's our father. He's the one that created us. He's the one that died for our sins. So in order for us to have a positive relationship, in order for us to preach about positive relationship, we must get that relationship right. We must get that relationship back on track. And I believe that that's one of the reasons, if not the main reason why this pandemic is going on, because God wants our attention. He wants us to get back to that place where we are praying and we're reading his word and we're just, you know, getting back into his presence and i hate to go to the to the um to the you know the spiritual side but it it has to be said it has to be said us and god should be the first relationship that we correct and you know like i said i didn't mean for it to go this way but hey i'm not i'm not the one to you know shy away from these talks i'm not the one to the, you know, sugarcoat it. I'm just telling you the way it is. I'm, you know, like I said earlier, you know, our job is to be real and show you the true us. And this is who I am. This is who I am. I'm going to tell you the truth. Us and God should be the first relationship. That should be the only relationship that matters. It don't matter if you're married or single or whatever. If you get you and him right, then you won't have no issue with developing positive relationships. Because he'll give you the wisdom, knowledge, and understand to have a positive relationship. He is the one that will teach you how to have a positive relationship. He will be the one to give you those tools that you will need to have those deep, intimate conversations, you know, to be able to correct someone respectfully, to be able to talk to somebody on the level in which they are. He'll give you that direction. You it's not anything that you I don't matter, it don't matter how many books you read. How many self-help seminars that you go to, how many people you talk to, unless it comes from him, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It will never work until it comes from him. So if you want to learn the value, a true value of positive relationship, go see about the OG, which is Jesus Christ. He's the OG of positive relationships. Trust me. Firsthand, he is the one that you need to be seeking about positive relationships. Hey, there's nothing else that need to be said about this episode right here. You just, that was incredible. That was absolutely incredible. I cannot sit here and say enough how outstanding of a job you just did with that. I don't think there's nothing else to be covered right there because I love the fact that you went into the spiritual aspect. And I think it's great that, 
you guys even got into the marriage. I think that that's the best way to end the show right there. So if, unless you guys got anything else to say, then we can we can wrap this episode right here. Actually, I do. Uh, I would say, and I'm pretty sure my brother Dunn can agree with me. Please, 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 if you're going to get into the mindset of marriage, spend quality time. Any time is quality time, and no matter what your schedule look like. When you get home, leave work outside. Give your wife the uninvited attention because at the end of the day, that could save you an earache or a headache. You don't want either one. I know I don't. So communication on all levels. It don't matter if you're married, relationship. And if you're taking your relationship, even I'm going to take it a, a step farther. I'm going to step off of marriage page for a little bit. If you're in a serious part of your relationship and you're living like you're married, but you're not married, old folks call that what? Shabby. So best thing I could tell you, clean that up, go get married. But like my brother said, do pre-counseling marriage go to counseling go talk to somebody who's been there and done that already just because you grown don't mean you somebody already have done it already somebody been down your shoes somebody to walk that walk or talk that talk somebody been there it's all walks of life in this world and definitely just spend quality time with your significant other it don't have to be the most fanciest date that you're taking her to, but make one. Make time for her. Make her known that she's validated. That's what we got to start doing as black kings. Now, we're going to start it on this show. We're going to start the example, but I want everybody who's listening who's a black king to your black queen to validate your black queen every day. Because they already go through enough. And we already go through enough. But they already got the nurturing, loving side. So we got to take it a step farther. We're not going to be as nurturing as them. But giving them, showing them their worth, telling them their worth, validating them, giving them confirmation that you love them, that they're valued, that they're seen as a black educated woman and not just as a statistic or stereotype so with all that being said just spend time with your queens love on them appreciate them and that's what i got and um for the people who think that like um region just said that spending quality time that's that had it has to require money no, it don't. I can count off so many times that me and my wife has had great times and we have not spent one dime. It could be as simple as talking about but what you want to do in your life. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? You know, do you desire having children? It's conversations like that that really, really um, 
stimulate their mind. And um, I just feel like, and even even now I'm I'm still learning this, is that um, women do require intimate time. They require that that quality time. They want to know that you see them. I mean, in layman's terms, they want to make sure that you see them. You know, we pay attention to what's going on in the news. We pay attention to what's going on in sports. We pay attention to this. We pay attention to that. When are we going to pay attention to our women? When are we going to pay attention to the people who was there for us? And um, like I said, quality time don't have to require you to go out. You can have quality time at the house. You can have quality time anywhere. You can have a quality time in your car. You can have quality time at the park you have quality time like i said you can have quality time anywhere it's not about where you are it's about um the only thing who you with and what you all are doing and as long as you guys are having a great time that's all that matters and um just to add on to positive relationships um i just feel like that this episode really was a great opener of the greatness that is going to come out of this podcast because in order for this world to get healthy again you know because i just feel like this world is sick this world has stuff in it that has polluted the true value of relationships i feel like what we hold what some of us here hold on the most isn't really valuable is 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 not really something that's tangible it's not really something that's important and i feel like the things that we have let go to the wayside that we have abandoned um that our forefathers didn't even put up with we're able to tolerate it now it's like what's good is bad and what's bad is good and that's something that um like i said our forefathers our grandmothers our grandfathers our parents that's something that they did not tolerate back in the day. You know, we was taught to hold the open the door for a woman. We was taught to, you know, be respectable. We was taught to not be judgmental to each other. And it's, and we see nowadays that, you know, there's a lot of that going on. We are judged upon what we look like. We are judged upon our, our monetary status. We're judged upon the type of jobs that we have we are judged upon the type of houses and cars that we have all this materialistic stuff we hold more valuable than the things that are intangible they hold more weight than us just loving people and just respecting people and then just caring about people and then just going out there and just being who god called us to be and so i just feel like that me nate and ej have so much to say about positive relationships because the three of us has a have a positive relationships have we had moments that we go back and forth yes we have have we gone have we had moments that you know we had to check somebody yes we have but just because we've had those moments doesn't mean that we're going to just just you know take our eyes off the true goal which is to make this podcast influential to make this podcast into something that that can stick to your ribs as the old people would say and something that you can hold on to that can take you on not only to this day but next day you know tomorrow next week next month next year and for years to come so 
I just want to say that I pray that whatever we have said on this episode really bless y'all and really gave you a new perspective on, you know, what you can do to have a positive relationship because a positive relationship depends on whether you value it or not and your actions and your words really hold weight to what you can do to make sure that your relationship is positive you know can nobody else do it for you you have to do it yourself you have to do your due diligence to make sure that you understand the value of a positive relationship and go out of your way to make sure that you have a positive relationship and so without further ado i know nate's been over there eating some of this good wisdom and, and knowledge and you know i know he's just bubbling over right now so at this time i'm just gonna turn it back over to him and um just let him take it from there because i mean i'm, I'm done hey that's 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 something that's what we say everyone thank you for tuning in to king pen's talks podcast this is the first episode. There's so much more great stuff to come out of this. You're going to get the next show. This show is out, has been pre recorded, but our next show will definitely be on Facebook and other platforms. So you will get an opportunity to see this thing live and you'll get a chance to put your comments in. But if you haven't, we're going to put the YouTube out. We're going to put all that information out so you guys go ahead and subscribe. But again, we uh, pre-record this episode, so when you see it, you're going to love this episode. Make sure that you share it to everyone that you come across. These guys are incredible. We got so much more coming your way, so just get ready. This is a great one. This is a great start to this, our first live show, and man, there's so many more positive things that's going to come your way, but this was the Kingpin Talks podcast. The episode was the value of positive relationships. I'm Nate. I'm getting ready to sign off. Uh, Don and Enrique, y'all want to say something before we head out? I'm good over here, man. I just want to say I love everybody. Hope to see you all again. And um, like Nate said, um, we look forward to you know being live on Facebook because I I I know that um it's gonna reach a whole lot of people, and um I'm just ready. I'm I'm excited, man. I'm just excited. All right, until next time, everyone, y'all have a blessed evening. And again, looking forward to y'all seeing this, being on the next live show. Again, this is Kingpin Talks Podcast. Have a good one.